0: Oh my God, talking about drinking, Dylan. Let's talk about a man who definitely used to get blackout drunk on a flight to Tokyo and then just start lariating the flight attendants. That's right. A man that everyone goes out of their way to tell you that he was nice, not in the ring, which definitely means he just beat the shit out of people and was full blind. Please welcome to the podcast the information that comprises the life of Stan Also,
1: one of the great Types of wrestler which are, hey, I'm gonna do steroids, but I'm not gonna work out. Meaning I have a bil- beer belly that's fucking jacked. <laughs> He's yeah. just fucking fat as shit. And whenever know. anyone, I'm gonna talks- disagree with you. Yeah, I don't think he did
0: steroids. Here's what I think he did. I think mm-hmm. he was really in shape for about five years of his life. And what we see is that in shapeness doing battle with not chronic, not yeah, not alcoholism, but chronic drinking. Like he. Like the out. Road Warriors. Correct. Yes, he's like the Road Warriors. He's like muscle with so much fat. Exactly. Some muscle, but on because basically what he said was what his workout regime? Because he was like, What's weird? Like he talked about like touring in Japan was really weird. Because first of all, he's like, there weren't really that many gyms to work out in. And also, like you would do these like unrelenting tours that were competing daily with the other company that were in the same town. So the thing that we don't understand is like the Japanese wrestling wars were way more insane because their Monday night roars weren't like Monday night on television. They specifically would be like, you're in Tokyo,
1: we're in Tokyo. Mm -hmm. You're in uh, Nagano, we'll be in Nagano. Second fucking city, let's go. Professionalism. No, the second one. Yeah, that's right. Dylan, I know you... you were gonna say Hiroshima first, then you backed down. No, you're like, no, "What's no. another one?" Nagano, Olympics. Nagano. I, was gonna say, I was gonna
0: say Nagasaki, and then I went and say Nagano. You'll seem smarter. <laughs> <Let's say laughs> so what would you? Said. I guarantee Dylan would have been like Mount Fuji or whatever. Mount they Fuji,
1: to... other than Tokyo. Yeah. You know, that's what Dylan would say.
0: Oh, uh, they went to Sushi Town, and then Dylan's shitting. No, oh,
1: you. I would. I would have looked up where Nakamura was from and tried to pronounce that.
0: Oh yeah, I'd actually like to see you attempt that. Turns out he he's just from Toledo, and Dylan just ah, uh,
1: Talado, Talado, <laughs> Stan Hansen, who I'm trying to look, I'm trying to find f- uh, football pictures of him right now, and check this out. He's a handsome guy. He was a lineman. He was also kind of fat then. It's just sometimes you're muscular and you can just gain weight, and you're also still like that's the other thing is the secret of some wrestlers are just big boys, and then they get fat, but just because they're big boys regularly, they still look intimidating. Some people yeah. are just like that. You just treat their body like shit, and it's like, no, I'm just, I'm a Portuguese guy, so I'm all fucking...
0: Stan Hansen also thumps. became friends with a guy almost as soon as he entered college that really defined his career. And who was that man, Dylan?
1: Um. Oh, Hitler. It was Hitler. Yeah, that's right. He, <laughs> met he played football Steve Hitler. Hitler
0: at texas a&m yeah hitler's hitler's favorite nephew steve um
1: everybody talks about my granddad and how he has the nice in the middle mustache i'm the guy that made up the soul patch that's the uh, that's the upside down hitler
0: you My father, uh, but, pardon me, uh, not father, uh, ha,
1: ha, ha,
0: ha, in ah. Korea, his niece who later committed suicide.
1: Uh, Ooh, ha, ha. Ho, ho, ho. And then my father, he did. Uh, he took over Germany and then nothing happened. <laughs> oh, me. damn,
0: wrong button. I wanted to press this
1: one. Tickle me, tickle me. <laughs> How'd you get that?
0: Downloaded an app.
1: That's <laughs> That's all we had. Well, all we had to do to have fart noises the whole time was download an app.
0: Yeah, yeah, man, I downloaded an app, and then my just my mixer now has Bluetooth, so it's just on my phone, so I can just fucking. Boop, boop. <laughs> That's fucking sick. It certainly is.
1: Um. Yes, Frank Brody. Frank, Frank Poon Boozer Brody.
0: That's right, baby. He fucking uh
1: met up. A his original kid. nickname was Poon mm-hmm. Boozer.
0: That's right. Yeah, it was. He was the poon bruiser, which is why he always held his hand like this. Because mm. he was like, I'm going to put the, all five in your puss. All yeah, five. Yeah, yeah.
1: Your puss. You're going to be so fucking dry. I'm going to fuck your wife, and she's going to be so fucking dry.
0: Yeah, what's up? My name is Bruiser Brody. I was the first. Me and Stan Hansen were the first guys to figure out that in wrestling, if you're in the ring and just go, now we're going to do what I want to do, they can't stop you.
1: <laughs> It's a crazy tag team that worked out, obviously. But like the joining of them is we're crazy guys. But it's like I'm a cowboy who's crazy and I'm a caveman who's crazy. Why are we friends? Shut the fuck up. I like no. I like that Bruiser Brody to
0: me always was portrayed in Japan as this is an American man. You know what I'm saying? Like they were literally just like oh yeah. This is a just a human man from America. Why
1: is (laughs) this? this Is everybody over there? Everybody Ah! over there. (laughs) Yeah. I think we'll, we'll get to it early. We usually we do this last, but I th- th- do think it does bear that we the lariat may be the best finishing move of all time because we all think of if you don't watch his Japanese matches, we all think of the lariat is a guy comes off the ropes and hits someone with a clothesline. But Stan oh. Hansen would just like <laughs> basically punch a guy in the face, but call yeah. it a lariat. Yeah, yeah. So basically,
0: hey, go. Hansen <laughs> wrestling. I watched a Stan Hansen. Stan Hansen's entrance into a match. Basically, I know where Paul Heyman got the idea for ECW.
1: It was, yeah. and it was just
0: watching Stan Hansen walk to the ring. Because Stan Hansen, I didn't realize what he would do. So he, he had no, no entrance music. It's just him yelling. So he's doing Road dog Jesse James, no microphone. Just, ah, f- f-. You know how you started making fun of Stan Hansen? That's just
1: what he did. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> all yeah, right well he was like he's chew- he's also chewing so much fucking tobacco chewing tobacco he's wearing this
0: like all that you would need to participate in a rodeo save for the fact he's wearing spandy undies mm-hmm. and like he's just the best stan hansen well the
1: is- cowbell whipping whipping the fucking rope around like oh you God. could not do this gimmick now because he just like literally is trying to kill people he chases... He, what did he just? Yeah, do? He chases people. That's the other thing. He, he walks... People. First of all, because it's in that time of indie wrestling. It took them so... Like, wrestling is one of those things where it's like... You know what Stan Hansen is? Sorry to interrupt, but he's yeah. literally wrestling and screamers at the exact same time. You know the horror? Oh my god. The haunted house screamers. It's like, yeah. yeah, and then you run from this guy. And if you don't run, he's going to fuck you up.
0: Yeah, like what happens if he catches you? Well, he's drunk, so he's going to beat you up. Yeah, and His character
1: is that you're dead now, and then... And, Japanese wrestling is run by some of the mafia, so you do disappear.
0: Yeah, he like the yakuza is scared of him because the yakuza bought in somehow. In my, for, the, for the telling of this,
1: <laughs> that it does make sense that Stan Hansen would be nice backstage, though, because what else do you have to do if you're going to be that nuts in front of uh, everybody? And also, like the amount of
0: so Stan Hansen always talked about. Like, he's like, I never really got the big money. And that's because he's very good friends with Hulk Hogan, and then he stopped saying that about ten, like five years ago in shoot interviews. And I think it's because someone told him how much everyone else made, and he was like, "The fuck? Oh, okay, I'll shut the fuck up." That like Stan Hansen is a one of the most financially well off professional wrestlers ever. This guy, Dylan, and I both work in the weird freelance show business world, and Stan Hansen is like one of the rarest guys. There's a guy in Canada named James Cunningham who figured this out where he was the funny money man. And if you just get the weirdest niche and you just tend that garden, right, you're going to have an amazing career. And that's basically what Stan Hansen did, which was instead of playing the territory game, he just only just went to Japan in this one gimmick. And then if he appeared anywhere else in America, he was such an asshole that it made me love him even more. Like, I don't even want to talk about his Japanese career. I just want to talk about the times that he went to an American territory and they were like, Hey, do you mind uh close if you'd close the door while you're taking a full dry shit? And he's like, "Half ah, facts absolutely fucking fucking not. That's fucking part of my art, man.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guarantee it was like, Hey, everyone in Japan treats me very respectfully and I'll never lose this spot versus like a bunch of people trying to screw me out of their belts.
0: Yeah. And also I'm by the way, in- screw there. you. And then he
1: has to <laughs> suck off Vernia or whatever.
0: Also written Ric Flair's book. He talks about how he was scared to party with Stan Hansen because Stan Hansen fucking went for it. Stan Hansen wrecked two of Ric Flair's cars in the same week doing the same thing, which was they'd get drunk at Ric Flair's hotel. And then Stan Hansen would say, let me drive your car. And Ric Flair would say no. And then Stan Hansen would say, yes, get the key. Somehow the valet would bring it up. Not Stan's super drunk. There's a concrete wall like that. You have to turn left or right to like go around and both times, Stan Hansen, blind, drunk, gets in the car, yells, blah, 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 and then just drives into a wall. That, <laughs>
1: that fucking rules. See, so here's the financial responsibility. There it wasn't his car Correct. That's correct, and a rental
0: car. What do you mean you didn't get the full insurance, Rick? That's on you. I guarantee Rick Flair doesn't get the full insurance. That's oh, right.
1: That's 20 bucks I could save sorry, for saving part. money on the road. You know how
0: I get the rental car insurance every time I rent a car? I don't know. You... I do that. And the reason why is because three times I have seen when people just use their credit card and then show back up with a totaled rental car at the rental car depot, not understanding that you have to pay for the full car and then your credit card reimburses you in six months. And it is one of the great public uh, customer service meltdown moments I've ever seen. I witnessed one on Friday in Wilmington, North Carolina, and it was truly spectacular. What do you mean I have to pay for the car? What do you think insurance is for? And I just heard it as I was walking by the rental center, and I just went, I know the problem that guy's having, and he's about to lose. Oh, it's so good. It is so good.
1: Wait. So if you crash a car, you owe the money too? That's
0: no, you dumb. don't. So if you crash the car – So you know how there's two types of insurance you can get when you're renting a car? This is very boring but very fun if you don't do it. And you can buy the insurance from them or you can just use your own insurance. Like, like most credit cards have rental insurance built in yeah. on the card. So most of the, the fine print of that is, yeah, they have insurance. But it's not like they'll front the money. You have to pay the money. If you total a car – You have to pay the money for the total car and then the insurance company that is associated with the credit card can take like, I think it's maximum two years to reimburse you and they can like do a bunch of things to stop you get fully reimbursed. And no one knows this unless you rent a shitload of cards and have been behind the line of people dropping off a damaged car, not understanding whether like, okay, now you give us 15 grand and then you figure out how to get the money back. Mm -hmm. And they're like, that's not how insurance works. And they're like, yes, it is delicious every life time
1: hack, don't crash a car what
0: no What's that's all right if you're if you have a rental car it is your job to really fucking
1: open that <laughs> really fu- oh no 100 every time you stop it suddenly and you just like put your whole body weight on the brakes that you do of course yeah <laughs> oh, yeah i mean and and then also, fucking stopping. what i also
0: like to do is i want to i like to i like to wrench the wheel when i stop too just
1: oh to, yeah that's not good and then I fucking put a bunch of cinder blocks on the right on the brakes. How
0: many cars have you destroyed? I
1: think I'm up to eight. <laughs> oh, but destroyed like what? Through like an accident or from just being a bad driver? Accident. One. You've been in eight accidents?
0: I've been in almost 20 car accidents. Between <laughs> bike and car accidents? So almost- wait.
1: Oh, between bike. You You added up the bike. I, if I add bike and
0: car, that bike if me the wheel bike, isn't for you. The we me and wheels are not friends. Do you have a rollerblade? blade? Uh, I do, but it's attached to my truck.
1: <laughs> yeah, so someone else fucking drives, and you rollerblading by there. That's right. It's called road skiing. Oh, that, <laughs> that's fucking sick. Anyway, Stan Hansen went to Wex, Texas State, where he played a little sport called football. John, football. what's football?
0: Football is when a group of gentlemen get together and go, we want to give all these black people CTE and heart attacks on television. How do we do it? And they went, get me Roger Goodell. That guy will do anything for money.
1: Wrong. You know what football is? They have a bunch of guys and there's one cracker. Last one to jack off loses. They have a the Super Bowl every year. I was also trying to figure out a fun lip biscuit joke because I got to you something really
0: seems like a guy who participated in hazing, if you know what I mean. In another way is he's Yeah, just that was that's another thing. Nineties hazing. Power. Nineties hazing was just um I'm not gay, I'm straight, but I'm gonna treat everyone here like I am a gay person. And it's not for sex. It's for power. Welcome to hell.
1: Yeah, I mean in Canada it was like, hey man, congratulations, you worked your whole adolescence to be a good hockey player. Now you have to catch and fuck a cat. Yeah. Oh, that congr- was a real one. They found this guy. They, you, this whole team was like, "No, we gotta you gotta fuck this cat." And people were like, "I can get hard for that."
0: I mean, I was at McGill. Oh, my fucking. so in McGill University in Montreal when I was in my second year at Concordia, they are rival universities. Ooh. It was it was discovered that there was a residence where people were like being forced to just put hockey sticks up their bum just because they were at that residence it had
1: nothing to do with sports and it was just but like that was steiner brothers fraternity
0: that's right it was the steiner brothers house on uh right by oh fuck i can't remember the name of mcgill residence anymore i'm sorry dylan i'll
1: just go <laughs> what Hold was up. the uh oh my god what do they call that oil change fuck oh i don't remember the oil rigger i remember the oil rigger no, it's a, it's a wrestling move where you stick your thumb in a guy's butt, but I forget what it's called. Just to get the guy go, ah! And then you just, like, advance positions because the guy's like, my butthole! Anyway, the Steiners used to do that to jobbers, and then Kevin Nash, rightly. the only, This is the thing about Kevin Nash, where did he, did he ruin a lot of the careers of people that turned out to murder their family in WCW? Yes. But Kevin Nash also basically was like, I went up to the Steiners and I was like, you realize you're just, like, sexually assaulting all these men? I gotta tell ya. And the signer's me? like, not it's, it's a prank. Here's another prank. I got a
2: car and I hit a guy's kid. Ha ha, pranked
1: it. Here's another fucking prank. I did not 11. <laughs> I pranked 22 women and they blame some guy named Sam for it. The 70s pranked. <laughs>
2: You know, I did a prank around the Bay Area in the late 60s and early 70s. I was really obsessed with horoscopes at the time. Scott's kind of pranked.
1: Oh, that's great. Scott Tanner is the best during... He has so much energy, and Rick doesn't. He's like, if you don't like me, it says right here, bite me. I'm not supposed to say it says right here, but it does. I just want to let... Um, I'm a dog, let, I lick ass, or I fuck... I don't know.
0: just want to let everyone know the reason why I want to have this match against my son is when he was at 11, he sat in my chair, and I told him I'd always fucking get even out of ear.
1: <laughs> Uh, I used yeah. to care about winning and losing these, but now I just like to get pinned because it's more like sleeping. Yeah,
0: I just want to let everybody know, like it's me. Um, I don't actually know what my wrestling name was. My last name is Rick Steiner. Like that's my whole last name. Yeah.
1: If you don't like me, I don't know. Can someone get my wife on the line? I forgot what groceries I'm supposed to get. her. For yeah. hon,
0: it's the dog face gremlin or whatever. I was just wondering. <laughs> I'm so
1: fucking tired. (laughs) Scott just keeps on fucking going to Mexico and getting weird surgeries, so I have to do this.
0: Yeah, fuck me,
1: man. Scott Scott thought a Shonies
0: was a strip club for kids. (laughs) And I I know that you think that that's inappropriate, but he was like, nah, man, it's like all kids the staffer kids, the stripper kids, the cut. And then, they, uh, and then, show, and then yeah. they show me and no adults can go in there. And I don't know why I gave him seed money for it. So now I got to f- fucking be a real fuck.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. And uh, Stan Hansen, two years. This is the other thing we've talked about on the show a million years. Injured, not very good at football, goes into wrestling. Those are the three. Those are the two things. Injured and not very good at football. Third thing is immediately when he starts wrestling, he
0: meets a funk brother.
1: No. Um, faces Bruno Sammartino. Because he's big. He doesn't wrestle that good. Neither does Bruno. He accidentally fucks up a... This is g- genius. He fucks up a body slam, breaks Bruno's neck. They say it was the lariat, and then he headlines MSG. Yeah,
0: they say the lariat broke Bruno's neck. People who were into wrestling at that time talk about it. like People talk about Stan Hansen as being like, it was like if a horror movie was real. This is the weird thing about Stan Hansen. is Stan Hansen genuinely scared the shit out of people in the way that even Andre the Giant didn't scare the shit out of people. Kind of the equivalent of Jake with the snake and Macho Man is the best I can kind of sort of sense of um, people's vibes about this guy.
1: Yeah, and he's the only guy you would like recently who would play a cowboy character and you wouldn't think, oh, that's cute. That's a a really... Oh, that's fucked.
0: Yeah, he's very much, much like Yellowstone. They're really rebranding the the cowboy.
1: Yellowstone. Yellowstone i don't know
0: me neither but i gotta tell you it's a show that's definitely for us it's just kevin costner driving around in a, a truck trying to save his land oh really the kevin apparently, I- there's apparently a whole episode where he just walks into a room and tells everyone to be quiet and he sits there quietly and you can watch him sit there being quiet while you sit there being quiet
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh it's just a moment of goddamn peace yeah God. tell everyone you're watching a show but you're just fucking taking a second I realize that's what sports are now. Sports. There's so many people that don't like sports. They're like, this is just a thing that people can't talk to me when it's Everyone's, on. Everyone likes this. I'll like it, too. That's So many things are just like, everyone likes this. I like it now. I wish I could like sports because you have such an advantage
0: because you can just talk to people in cars. About nothing.
1: Yeah. yeah. You can talk about nothing. I don't understand. That's what uh, Adam Christie said <laughs> about, very talented comedian Adam Christie said about our also very sure. funny friend Bobby Mayer. Bobby Mayer does not like sports, so he would just have to talk to all these veteran bitter comedians about their lives. Yeah, and me and too. Adam were like, "Yeah, the Leafs suck, or are good, or maybe they're gonna be bad or good. Maybe they should rebuild." Whereas Bobby would be like, "And then, and then what happened with your dad? Oh, only fire, <laughs> only fire and hurt. Oh, okay."
0: But I just want to make something clear about Bobby. Though he would get in the car and be like. Your wife seems upset. Is that because you're a bad husband?
1: <laughs> <laughs> especially that era. Um, oh yeah. Do you know this about pre- Dirty
0: Bobby pre pre sober one Bobby? Woo! Take out your
1: penis and an open mic, Bobby. Take you it- know what I'm you uh, know I'm realizing now is that Stan Hansen uh, retired at fifty two, which now I feel like is young, especially for his style, where it's like. Yeah, I got a big chest, you hit me, you got a small head, I fuck you up, and then, I don't know, man, I guess we'll call it a match. Someone lies down, and the person lies down, covers the other one, and then it's over, and then we go get drunk at a place where you're not supposed to.
0: Yeah, what's amazing, I mean, the craziest one is Mick Foley retired at 35. Um, Of course, he came back a few times. Stan Hansen retired at 52. But this is the thing you have to remember is he made a fuckload. Like he had a guaranteed income. He was essentially the Andre the Giant of all Japan. Um, And just his entire style basically was like, well, he's not going to get hurt because like even a drunk isn't you, you can't get hurt standing and throwing your arms except for the time he took Vader's eye out with his thumb. No, he
1: can't get hurt. He can hurt other people. Very, he hurts other people all the time. <laughs> this is the other thing where it's like, I watched that match where Vader takes, where he takes, and you, <laughs> he just, he goes basically, Stan Hansen's like, my bad, and just lets Vader full punch him in the face for like a minute, as hard as he wants. It's so fucking weird. That match is bizarre. He's like, oh, I'm sorry, you can, fucking, you can fucking annihilate. And the other thing is, Stan Hansen is legally blind, so he really can't see the punches coming. That's the
0: other thing that's the craziest thing about this guy is this guy's legally blind and was legally blind for pretty much his
1: whole career. And, you know, like, do you know they made a movie about his life? It was called No Hold Barred starring Hulk Hogan. Go ahead. No, it's called Legally Blonde, but they changed it. It's when Stan Hansen becomes a lawyer. Oh my god, I would watch... You can't be a lawyer. That's it. You fucking got a dirty dick and you fucked a girl in the fucking pussy. You fucker in the ass or else
2: you're a pussy. Lawyer, is it because I don't know how to read? I can read. It says little fucking girl on your dick because I wrote it there with a pen last night because
1: I was... How many men let you watch them pee because they think that's what you want? What? Case dismissed. I'm the judge. You can't do that. Yes, I can.
0: Your Honor, you win.
1: recognize this
0: court. I am an American man who earned a lot of money in Japan. I can only be tried in Taiwan.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Cowboy, this worked a lot of time in Japan, never been to Thailand. So who's trustworthy? Yeah. Oh,
0: my God. I got to say this. The fact that nothing untoward has come out about Stan Hansen really speaks volumes about this man's character.
1: That's a place that you have to go in your 20s if you're white, Thailand.
0: You do not have to go there if you're...
1: No, I mean, that. Oh. Oh, that's your window.
0: Oh, that is your window? Yes, you do. You 100% do. You
1: hit 30, you're like... <laughs> everyone thinks i'm fucking going to thailand first thing off the plane like where's epstein's island i hear about it but i want to be there
0: i gotta tell you i don't know any every time someone goes to thailand i say the same thing which is you end up getting jacked off and every single person the honest people always go of course and the dishonest people always do this
1: (laughs) no i had a friend uh who was very nice man but his Parents worked overseas. I forget what their jobs were. Anyway, he lost his virginity in Thailand at gunpoint. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. He, um. Some people bought him prostitutes, and he and then they were like, "Fuck her on the roof," and he was like, oh, "Okay." And then the army came. Do I know this person?
0: No. That this person sounds like they are
1: fun or not fun. Yeah. He like I don't know fucking. He just like started. His dad was a musician. And unfortunately, he made friends with his dad's f- friends and his dad and his dad's friend. His dad thought those guys were normal, but it turned out they were the type of guy to force his son to fuck someone on a roof <laughs> at gunpoint.
0: That's the, the I got news for you. The well, the gunpoint
1: gun came when he was having sex with the woman on the roof and then the army came and then they pulled their guns on him and then they they held him captive for a while while his button obviously ransom for the parents. I gotta tell you that's hot stuff. Try not to nut. <laughs> Try you know, not to we, nut challenge. The army is a gun on you. <laughs> I know, dude.
0: It has to have been real fun, like, seven years later, just trying to have regular sex with someone. He's just like... so when no, did he, he didn't do that. Oh, I don't think he did. No, I think he...
1: He didn't do that, John. No. He's... I know, I feel like he... He smoked a lot of weed and, like, uh, yeah. and he's a cool guy, but, like, he's like, yeah, man. Every time someone shows me their boobs, I get terrified. <laughs> it's like, this smooth s- Southerner was like, "Actually, I'm what you call uh, terrified of all intimacy." Pardon me, ma'am, while I cry in the corner. Because that's like a guy
0: that would have loved the UK. Actually, I'm not here to touch anyone, and they're like, "Oh, we always weirdly, for a country that is portrays itself as so non-sexual, that is actually so sexual." What they're really looking for is someone who doesn't want to have sex because they are always trying to bang.
1: Oh, yeah. Turn the lights off. I don't do kissing. I just do the stuff that's illegal. Yeah, turn the lights
0: that's off good. and shit in my pussy.
1: <laughs> yeah, there we go. We call that Stand. shit in the pussy. We don't have a name for it.
0: Yeah, basically what happened is Stan Hansen just um, uh, joined the WWF like 20 seconds into being a wrestler, broke Bruno's neck. They had a fucking giant match. Um and he returned in 1980 to have another feud with Bruno Sammartino, a little couple of feuds with Andre the Giant and Pedro Morales, uh, and was put in a program with Bob Backlund uh, at the Steel Cage match, because Bob Backlund, of course, was the champion for four years, but because Vince McMahon Sr. was trying to win a bet against Jerry Graham, and they had to use every fucking thing they could find to sell those fucking houses, and that would, of course, been Stan Hansen. Isn't it fucking crazy? That um, Vince McMahon's, uh, Vince McMahon senior looking up from hell is seeing what his, brother- <laughs> to his company. And I guarantee is thinking he followed my plans.
1: I think it's crazy that Stan Hansen basically had the career of Okada where he like learned to wrestle in America and then went to Japan. <laughs> like you wouldn't think that cause he's like a cowboy guy. He's a cowboy from Texas, but he really is just like. He's just like fucking Kenny Omega, but Jim Cornette can't hate him.
0: I mean, I I get I that's so funny. Yeah, he's essentially the Kenny Omega of the eighties.
1: Yeah, I've heard it said now I don't know anything about Japanese wrestling or Japanese culture really.
0: You refuse to learn.
1: And that's honestly, given my appearance, shocking.
0: Yeah, I gotta tell you, Dylan, it is crazy that you aren't like, Well, that's because you don't understand Mega.
1: Oh, or, maga? No, man I'm into mega and manga. I'm double yeah. Are you both you're into I'm actually only into Maga Manga Maga <laughs> Manga and you have to take the N out I'm into that too Just the N um, You can use that Oh my new podcast I'm starting after this Steven Crowder's a lib bitch
0: Oh my god I can't wait for Dylan to do what we all know he's going to do Which is hard pivot right A la the dissolution of the Opie and Anthony show And create a show called Not Welcome And then it's just a list of everyone that's not in Dylan's family That's how, Oh yeah
1: 80 people listen to it but i charge them 50 bucks a month (laughs) so it's good anyway did you never never forget this do you know who i did comedy with when i started a dog stephen crowder oh wow welcome everyone
0: to mean jeans true crime podcast where i just tell you stories of things i did that were fun
1: Mm-hmm. That's right. We're going to go over, by the way, there's two Mean Jeans. There always has been. There's Mean Jean, and of course, Gene Gene. He's not mean, he's extra Gene.
0: Yes, I live inside Mean Jean's head, and I tell him what to do when he wants to be fun. Time to build
1: a piano out of children's shoes. Hmm. Thus, of course, we'll be going over the Green River Killers murders and tell you how I would have done them better, because I haven't been caught.
0: Let's also never forget, I will be blow-by-blow taking you through all of the crimes of Ted Bundy and letting you know why he was a little bitch. Also, the Zodiac Killer
1: was me. I shot them, and then years later, I dug them up, and I fucked them. Just to clarify, a podcast is a series of
0: messages you send out when you become the Yellow King. Is that correct?
1: Hey, everybody, this is Conrad Thompson, and we are here in the dungeon. With Stu Hart. Now, Stu, we just watched Starcade 97. What are your comments on Sting versus Hogan?
2: (laughs) Well, first of all, Sting with wearing a face paint indicating that he's probably from Japan, which is bad, and yet they made him the babyface, which I don't understand. Although Hulk Hogan had sex with Helen and, and he would not let me watch, so I. Dressed up like Helen, and then I fucked him. That's right. You
1: Me and you know, Helen. One of your students, on the, Chris Benoit is on this card, Any con-
2: uh, that's a guy who really listened to a telegram, Conrad. I'll tell you what. Sometimes you just you have a dream, and you want to see if one of your students will make the dream reality.
1: Off topic, but which one of your sons would you say? I don't know. My voice is changing rapidly. Which one of your sons <laughs> would you say? is uh, the one who got away. Which one had uh, the
2: Owen. Owen was the one I wanted to kill. And yet, Vince got to it first. And I'll always be jealous of Vince for being able to kill my youngest son because I we have an old freeze back in Alberta, which is, you jizz a lot in Helen, but the last one you kill.
1: Same with ConradTops.com. Get your mortgages from Stu Hart, too, or whatever.
2: Yeah, it's important when buying a house that you put a room in the basement where you can abuse your children.
1: Yeah. And Milo was our uh, aforementioned Harriet Kemsley, Bobby's lovely wife. uh they went to school together. It's so nuts. It's so cool. Anyway, just, remind me and I'll tell you a Stephen Crowder story. <laughs> I'm actually really uh, I know some celebrities, too. Do you know the guy who shot the theater up at Batman? That's me <laughs> 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 um, Here's a, also here's a, wait a minute, just one sec.
0: Dylan, of all my friends that have had mental breakdowns in the last two and a half to three years, I never yeah. thought Dylan was gonna be one of them. That's the one thing I will say to Dylan. We'll see. I mean, I'm on
1: oh, it's gonna be it's gonna be oh. big baby, it's coming.
0: But yours was... I always knew that one day you're just going to snap and I'm just going to get a call from your wife and it's just going to be like, it's happened. And I'll be like, I understand. (laughs) And I'll just fly to Ontario and be like, where is the path of destruction? And then they'll they'll sort of point to where I hear grinding and smashing noises. And I'll just be like, hey, buddy, what are you doing? And you're just setting a school on fire and you're just like, I I just got to do this right now. Here's how you know Dylan's (laughs) trafficking. He's staring at UFC information on his phone
1: like he is trying to fucking... Untie the Gordian knot. You just need a second. And you have to look at yeah. a phone. You can't just stare into the distance. That's why phones are the best. I
0: completely agree. I completely agree.
1: Do you remember what do you remember how intense the tube used to be in London?
0: Oh, you didn't really live there pre like the total adoption of smartphones. But it was just like you'd get on there, especially late at night, and it would be 40 people, no headphones, silently staring forward. And you're like, I think if I say the right thing, I could get everyone to kill each other
1: or piss. Me. <laughs> Who was, uh, oh yeah, that would people just read books. Um, people I, read books on the subway. I made notes to myself, which made you seem insane. Like, I have a list. I'm just acting out this list. I have a mist. Ooh, yeah, I'm getting, I forgot to turn off my notifications, so I'm just getting weird messages, and they're increasing. Are you around? Call me now. Oh, Not you want Bitch, I'm fucking kind of talking about Stan Hansen. Actually, wanna... 3% of this has been about Stan Hansen.
0: And the rest of it will also not be about Stan Hansen. So Stan Hansen's in Japan. I assume he is being
1: Here's very... The thing. We don't know your weird Japanese feuds. I don't know. So anyway, I, there is some I, fucking old old panties that they assume were the fucking triple crown back. Yeah. <laughs> Giant Baba's wife saw Stan Hansen. Yeah. You know, the best, one of the best fucking Dance Dance Revolution matches you ever oh, saw. There you go. I'm not even using current hurtful yeah, stereotypes. Guys... I don't know if
0: you remember the 2000s. I'm working this on as a bit, so if you see me do stand-in comedy, this may be a bit by now, but I am obsessed now with the decade of the 2000s. What happened in the 2000s? It was 9-11. We invaded Iraq, and that's – and the Paris Hilton 6 tape. Like, nothing happened. It was – we had such wide jeans. Everyone drove a Hummer, and it was so nuts at the end of it, the Americans elected a black man.
1: That was the uh, pretty much the – I mean, it was – 2008. It was 2008. It was right at the end. I mean, it was um, the financial crisis happened. Everything was too good. We ran out of ideas. Everyone complains about, oh, you know, um, the not everyone. Some people complain about how woke everything is and how, oh, yeah, okay, we're going to have a non-binary guy with a show now. You guys don't remember what 2007 art was like where it's like, um, can someone do, can a white guy do reggae and punk at the same time? There was so uh, I remember people were so adverse to people of color being on television, the fucking transplants existed. It was oh, like just some, yeah, baby. some punk Trans- guy and then Travis Barker and rapping. It was like everyone in everyone who bought that record should have been fucking
0: gassed. <laughs> <laughs> I remember a lady that I really wanted to see the jugs of was talking about the transplant a lot when I was 16 years old, and I really wanted to see her jugs.
1: I should say that 16 years old, talking about the transplants. The the people who like the transplants generally, I should say this, are successful now because <laughs> um, all the people I know that really like the transplants have great lives now because it's music that you don't. I want that ever... album, and you don't put that. You don't. You're just doing stuff. You're not really. Thi- you're not. You're not. Critical or a- angry or, or shitty person. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm a critical. I'm going to say this. PUD. Um, can say yeah, this about, what else do you want to say about the transplants more than Stan Hansen?
0: I'm going to say this about whenever Dylan talks about his friends, I always feel like I need to give this public service announcement, which is Dylan is both, he's one of the kindest people, but he also will. He'll really take in some strays. So if Dylan is like these people have their their shit together, it might just mean they have a new hockey bag where all their possessions are in. Like the <laughs> Dylan is like this I'm guy. Talking is- about
1: actual people from when oh, I went to oh, high school. Does
0: not, still does not count. Still does not count because you are the Lord Mayor of like this guy's great. And I'm like, that guy's carving a swastika into his arm. And you're like, oh well, I guess he can't be our sound man then. <laughs> <laughs> I I can. Yeah, I know. I won't tell anyone. I've been at those meetings. So let me ask you this about Stan Hansen. How long do you think it took him to realize that Japan did not speak English cuz I guarantee he still thinks that they only just speak English. Hamburger, hamburger. Or that or imagine the the even scarier thing is that Stan Hansen like a re, immediately just adjusted perfectly. Like he was just like he landed and it like turns out he like been studying Japan the Japanese language for like 10 years and he just immediately knows all of
1: their culture and ceremony. He probably just went to Japan And then basically played his character for a long time. And that is the other thing about wrestling. It's like people they'll they'll just set you up with people that'll just basically do all your communication for you. So he really So did WWF have the deal with all Japan or New Japan? It was New Japan, right?
0: It's all Japan. It goes back and forth.
1: That's so that's so interesting to me because I was just trying to figure out why. And it's very smart of Stan Hansen to be like, he goes to Japan, he has a match with Andre, everyone loves it, he slams Andre, that's the other thing. He fucking easily oh, slams Andre.
2: Yeah!
0: yeah. I forget that, that Stan Hansen's on the list of like, Hulk Hogan's not the only one who slammed Andre. A little bit. Stan,
1: Stan Hansen, Harley Race, and uh, Hogan. And um, this is the other thing, is that he comes over, basically sees, oh, I'm doing really well in Japan, and stays. And it's the ultimate like he's just gonna go where he's successful and not force anything. Like I've so many people like I guess this is a weird thing, but like like Bill Hicks was big in the UK and then just was like I'm coming back to America. Where it's like Stan Hansen would just be like I'll just stay in the UK where people like me. Yeah,
0: that's the thing is yeah, Bill Hicks was always trying to, have to hang up. out with. He, didn't do, what, like he didn't do what Rich Hall did, which was just like well I can. I can just have so much money by just living by just coming here yeah okay i, I just won't yeah. yeah that's the weird Take thing the about hint. bill hicks's story where he was just like and then i had to go back and crack america like because i always thought like he was relative that guy was selling like giant theaters in the uk why why were you going back to the u.s i'd
1: be like so ian yeah and then you're this cool thing where it's like why is this guy maybe we don't get instead of just but whatever anyway but this is the thing Stan Hansen does. The, the whole reason I brought that up was that he takes the hint and he's like, all right, I live here now. And then comes back and forth just,
0: to see his kids back and forth all the time to see his kids. Who I assume he doesn't really like,
1: or really likes. I
0: think he likes, I think he's- uh,
1: you want to believe he's a good person, but I mean, basically just living yeah, in Japan, you probably have to really bet against that. You got the kids, right? Actually, I clicked. didn't hear the end part. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, son.
0: Uh, uh, man in accent stan hansen still thinks it's his son speaks for 15 minutes listens to this person not once hangs up the phone and goes that was a great christmas even though it was march
1: i'm going to go pretend i don't know a sink isn't a toilet and a shit in one <laughs> 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 sir that isn't a uh, konichiwa <laughs> uh, i was in oh hang on woo uh, that, was, that wasn't the sound effects buddy that was a real one that was a real that was a real one from the butt um so
0: Oh, 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 shit. Oh, shit. It smells like dead things. I, um, so, uh, the New Japan working relationship with the WWE is New Japan. All Japan was NWA. He's first working with New Japan, starts wetting his whistle for Japanese wrestling, moves over to 1980 or 81? 1981 to All, 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 All Japan. He, um,. Uh, became he is the only person i believe that's pinned both antonio enoki and giant baba which is yeah, nuts. they
1: really put everything into him like he was kept so strong that later on in his career there was literally the the gimmick that got kobashi over was he can't beat stan hansen and stan ba- hansen basically beat him in every match for like six years that's so nuts how did yeah how do how do we make this guy the biggest star in our company?
0: He can't beat one fat guy.
1: And it's like also one of the first moves that truly is from anywhere. The Lariat, because it's literally like Kobashi will do every finisher he's ever thought of for twenty minutes. Hansen kicks out a two, and then Hansen just goes like the <laughs> question
0: Is there anything better than a finisher? Like that the, the Lariat, the RKO, that kind of like it can happen
1: anywhere. The Lariat's dope because like most wrestling finishers. I was thinking about this. I think the key to a good wrestling finisher is even if you could never do it to someone, it a either a has to look like the RKO looks really cool because Randy Orton. The secret sauce, and if you watch the Diamond Cutter and then you watch the RKO, the secret sauce is Randy Orton's just so in it in, incalculably more athletic than Diamond Dallas Page. The, uh, the and the way that you
0: really kicks that across, and it's weird the Diamond Dallas Page never figured that out, which is spread your body out. It looks so much more insane. If you run and he jump can't
1: it jump, he can't, he can't, he he doesn't have the, I the trees. 40. Forget this. Randy it's Orton's like original finisher or some shit was like in OBW was a drop kick and he would land on his feet and he's six, four. I don't know how Bob or- like Bob Orton must've just slept with a member of the, US Olympic team. Oh,
0: I think also the difference is also like Randy's a leaner. Randy's also Bob Smokes ordered-
1: cigarettes and takes care of himself and wasn't yeah. just in nightclubs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> also, did you see how I got into wrestling? Are you
1: familiar with fentanyl? I invented it.
0: Did you see all the people that are now just going through Randy Orton, the the, 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 the tweets Randy Orton likes? And I got to tell you, I love the wrestling internet community for another no reason that they are continually and constantly shocked that Randy Orton is a bad guy. Like every single time, they, like, it's just like, I can't yeah, believe him. like Rand. And I'm like, guys, you don't even fucking, know. I, I've known so. Hates you. Like, yeah. He fucking, I guarantee Randy Orton when he retires, he will not appear at the Hall of Fame unless he
1: needs money for the many divorces he had. Like, get, prepare Randy Orton's not going to AEW, and if he did... No, he's a company man, and the, the smartest thing in the world is that he's not on TV regularly while this Vince shit's happening, because he would just definitely be like, they wanted it. <laughs>
0: I guarantee something
1: that, more damaging than that.
0: I guarantee the reason why he's not on TV is when Stephanie was made the CEO, he started throwing up. Like, he was... <laughs> 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 He just ran. He ran into the headquarters at Stanford and just started trying to shit. On, Is Stephanie going to use this? <laughs> uh, what the <laughs> fuck are we talking about? Well, there's a turd coming out of his ass. Fuck off. Oh, I'm trying to shit on your wife's desk. Fuck off.
1: <laughs> Stan Hansen's one of those great characters, though, where we talk about guys like it's weird, like Ming. Remember Ming and WCW where it's like yeah. Ming could be anywhere on the card because you just I knew. Know, yeah, <laughs> wrestling doesn't have enough, like just straight up broad chested men who you know don't go to a gym anymore. You're right, it's just Eddie Kingston, and Eddie Kingston has too
0: much of a I work at the airport vibes for me. That's the problem. Yeah, Eddie Kingston
1: really is like,
0: Yeah, I'll beat you up, and then we're gonna have some fucking back in my mom's house.
1: <laughs> I can I'm trying like, to think of one, like maybe Eddie. Jeff Cobb, but Jeff Cobb's like 5'8.
0: Yeah, Jeff Cobb, no,
1: like Dax Harwood. Of FTR has the face of someone who should have that chest, but he has a yeah. little his body. Dex Harwood has a big upper body and then teeny little legs, unfortunately.
0: Oh God, yeah. He really is a living... He's um he's a living proof of a joke that a person who's really taking a sharp turn used to have, which is uh, uh I have a really built-up upper body, but I keep skipping leg days, so when I wear blue jeans, I just look like the genie from Aladdin. Ooh.
1: <laughs> I think that... um. That Stan Hansen was one of the better tag team wrestlers of all time, even though we don't really think of him that way. Just because Japan, like all Japan, New Japan, had this great way of basically being like, yeah, he lost some matches, and now he's he's in a tag team again. The other thing they do is only in the late eighties and nineties does he really become a single star.
0: That's really interesting. Yeah, like he—he's sort of this attraction. He's paired with Bruiser, Bruiser Brody. They're these kind of like wild, wild man, versatile por- portion of the card. Mm-hmm. And it's just—it's basically as because Brody's going to Japan less and less. Stan Hansen's still there, so they're transitioning to it being more and more
1: Stan Hansen. I think also the Funks had left at this
0: time, or that could
1: be—that's definitely it. So that's definitely it. You're talking about he takes the Funk spot and he's like a different version of the same thing like you know dudes from texas and the other thing is by the time he gets that big push in japan it's like kobashi and masawa these guys are like they're in their prime they're like in their mid-20s so it's like them wrestling themselves which is why all the matches are i'll do every single move i have and then stan hansen will just flail and kill me because we need the heat but stan hansen is like He's good. He's a very good wrestler because he's been wrestling for a long time, but he can't really move that well. Do you ever think about
0: the weird situation that all of these guys kind of have, which is they are portraying like they're rough and tough working class cowboys, but they're all like college graduates who are like from like the sit like I always think about this like the funks are like, oh, they're crazy. And it's like, yeah, they're crazy. They're products of inherited wealth and probably never <laughs> need to work a day in their life. And like Stan Hansen yeah. is like He's this clean cut man from like suburban Texas who just made a career of going to Japan and convincing people that thought
1: that he hated them, that he was going to fucking kill them. Yeah, it would literally be like if I had a cowboy character because it's like, oh, he's from near the country, but not at all. He's from the suburbs. Quite Most of his eating was done to Harvey's and as a child, but woo, near people that have farms. Yeah,
0: you do not want to see how big the bass pro shop is in the town that dylan comes
1: from. <laughs> uh he's near a bunch of 24-hour good life fitnesses so yeah <laughs> he had a weird upper yeah would you they used to be a good mix of good
0: life and extreme fitness but extreme fitness was purchased in the mid-2000s
1: <laughs> so stan hansen in japan very good worker respectful. Woo! Woo! um knocks out vader's eye and lets him just punch him in the face for a while stan hansen in america basically when stan hansen is visiting is his kids this is what i want to talk about yeah. this is the best time which time do we let's talk about him in
0: awa he goes to the awa and Vern gagne was like i would like to win an argument with someone who um doesn't like to lose and then they were like well let's get stan hansen in here
1: that guy's belligerent and boy oh boy does Vern get made an ass of. It is clearly like a last ditch effort move because he's like, "Uh, who else is um, who else can we get in here who doesn't know that I won't pay them yet? Stan Hansen.
0: Yeah, Stan. and Stan Hansen figures it out so quickly and is like oh cool this belt is mine.
1: Yeah so, and the, doesn't care.
0: Yeah, they put the belt on him. Stan, they're like you have to come back and defend the belt and Stan Hansen is like says who and then they were like us and he's like you're not paying me. You've lost your power over me. And then they were like, but do it anyway. And he was like, okay, I'll send the belt back. And he drove, he ran over the belt with his fucking truck.
1: Yeah. And also, when you're freelance, which is, sounds silly to put a word on wrestling like that, but when you're freelance, like Hanson was during this time, you're all the guys who like actually would still work are beholden to like that work. They're like, okay, well, I don't, you know, the AWA doesn't really pay me or like, you know, maybe payments are on and off, but I need this these gigs for like the two months of the year that they, but st- it was like, I don't fucking need this ever again. So he just fucks and <laughs> runs it over.
0: And well, I also think that it's also the beginning of all those old boys had really controlled. And I do hate the phrase, the boys, cause it's free. Like they, they're, little, they're little babies, but like, it's also the beginning of the people that owned and operated territories did have this <laughs> sort of like Duke, like, like this, the fucking feudal system. And Stan Hansen is kind of one of the first guys that breaks it where it's like,
1: well, don't you want to be the champion? And he was like, no, I want to be paid. He did the smart thing, which was uh, maybe this is why I don't know why it, I mean, obviously you want an interview. We wouldn't talk about this obviously, but like you want to talk to him about like you and Brody had the same character. Why didn't Brody just fucking stay in Japan? Because Stan Hansen stayed in Japan doing shit like this. And coming to the AWA and not basically doing this type of strongman shit in Puerto Rico where, oh, you'll just, you'll get fucking stabbed.
0: Do you know? I think Brody, I think Bruiser Brody wanted more money. I also think that Bruiser Brody probably had stars in his eyes a bit more. You have to remember also, like, yeah. Dan Hansen is very good friends with Hulk Hogan, but never goes to the WWF where he could have absolutely gotten a job. Well, they feuded in Japan. Yeah, they feuded in Japan, but why, it's still never been clear to
1: me why he never came, like, why Hulk, like, Hogan. I think he was so here's my this is my thought, and I've never heard anything about this, but this is what I I think he didn't like Vince Jr. I think because that's very possible, he's but he's kind of out as soon as Vince Sr. is no, no holds barred though. Because that's not wrestling. So here's what here's what I think would have happened, and I hear is like he seems like a smart guy, and maybe this is too big brain, but he's seen what happened to one man gang and guys like that, and it's the same formula that Vince has always had, for his... You're a big, scary guy. You go face my big baby face. You're, in some cases, people buy it. In some cases, people don't. But you look at the, the Great Cali and the one-man gang have the exact same trajectory. Come in, scary bad guy. Do a bunch of losing to your big baby face. And then they love to dance now.
0: And we change the race.
1: <laughs> yes. The great, the great Cali, of course, became, became Gre- Filipino. Gre- Gre- Filipino.
0: Please welcome Filipino Greg.
1: Yeah, they were like, hey, uh, it's Filipino guy. Maybe he can fight Manny Pacquiao. That's what and they wanted.
0: The and it was the beginning of Jim Ross's severe decline, so he just never stopped calling him the great Khali. And every time this would just go, God fucking damn it, Jim.
1: Oh, uh, Khali. Oh, no.
0: Oh, <laughs> oh, no. Please welcome. It's Brian Daniel. Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> ah, fuck.
1: Anyway, but I think that's what it is. It seems like he maybe doesn't have a good working relationship with Vince Jr.? Because yeah. also, like, he's not going to be allowed to, like, just fucking hit anybody in the WWF either. Or is he? You think if Stan Hansen just fucking took the Ultimate Warrior's fucking head off? I love
0: that so much. I think that would be so funny. It's just, well, how did the Ultimate Warrior die? Stan Hansen just did not want to lose at SummerSlam 1990. <laughs>
1: and how many yeah. of those
0: territory... Doesn't make any sense why he wasn't brought in for warrior or for macho man like it's that other thing of like because even then it would have made even more sense because then hogan would have been like i'll bring in my buddy from japan who's a fucking a guy who's gonna shit in his pants and then make macho like imagine if macho man put liz in a closet in front of stan hansen and stan hansen for some reason wanted to speak to liz i guarantee stan hansen's beating the shit out of randy Poffo.
1: Maybe it was a thing where it's like, if you go to WWF, you miss all these Japan tours, and Hanson was like, I'll lose my spot. Because the other thing is, guys in Japan, like the people he's tagging with, Terry Gordy's going over there. He was supposed to take Hanson's spot, and then obviously the accident happens, and he has to come back in. Bruiser Brody um, dies in the late 80s, and you get... You know, uh, Gary Albright was a going concern in the 90s and um, in Dr. Death. So you get all these guys who are like, maybe Hanson's like, they're going to take my fucking spot if I miss out. And he just wanted a lot of money. He basically wanted a, all right, well, make it not matter if I'm out of the fucking sequence in Japan. And, you know, Vince didn't want to.
0: Yeah, it's I. it, it will be a question that we will never get the straight answer. But it's one that's always fascinated me is the lack of Stan Hansen. And I think that you're probably absolutely right. My other question is very interesting. Is he, again, briefly goes to WCW in the 90s. And
1: this one I've never understood of why he would they go could to pay them. him fuck off money.
0: Yeah, that's what it is. It's Kip Fry time, isn't it? So, yeah, he, come get some fuck off money.
1: And also, Stan Hansen never changes. There was also a working relationship with Japan in WCW, and he never <laughs> changes his fucking style either. He's just going to beat the shit out of Lex Luger, too.
0: And he does. Yeah, basically, what's funny is it's WCW kind of gives him the bruiser Brody gimmick of just beat the shit out of Lex Luger, if you could.
1: Yes, and also he's WCW has a much less torturous road schedule because it's not as successful, but a much less torturous road schedule that he can still work in Japan.
0: It is true. They are not as successful. Yeah.
1: Whereas he's me to WWF in the 80s. You're working 300 days a year. Yeah, working- like His style where it's like, all right, I've just been shot <laughs> 300 days in a row.
0: All right, and also my style is—I uh, just don't really like the behavior of the rockers. Well, you better not hang out here then, because they are not changing how they behave. <laughs> the dropper,
1: the the rockers tried to H bomb me. That was a mistake. I'm just got a You're tiny kidding. buzz.
0: Um, let me ask you this question, Dylan, as an mm-hmm. American: Do you think, or when do you think, um, Stan Hansen thought I'm leaving WCW? I think it was the second someone was like so we'll see you monday and he was like i don't you don't tell me what to do the weird thing with stan hansen is he there's the he has a weird fucking thing with authority which is so weird for him being a wrestler and an athlete because it's all about just taking instructions from authority but the other thing that he just constantly like he's he's got the thing of like he just doesn't like being told what to do so he just reacts which kind of happens in the awa which he regrets and then um he uh fuck off fucks off just sort of for no reason again from uh wcw and i think it's just because he's like i don't want to be told what to do the motherfucker goes to ecw which is even crazier in 93 defeats fucking da- 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 da, uh, jimmy Snuka and has some like really weird matches with all the people that are in ecw at that time road warrior hawk only smoking crack in a cabin outside of <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah i mean he's uh he gets for a second ecw because of the Heyman connection from wcw Of course.
0: Yeah. Heyman. And Heyman can just be like, hey, would you come to this company? And then he, of course, heads right on back to
1: old All Japan wrestling throughout the 90s. Um, Yeah. Here's where you get like what most people think is the greatest wrestling of all time. Like he's a definite um, player in the Misawa, Kobashi. um, Oh my God. Who are the other guys? Never mind. Akiyama later. No, that's Noah. Um, anyway you know Wolf hawkfield
0: don't forget about wolf hawkfield
1: yeah wolf hawkfield was who i was looking for actually uh, dylan were you trying to find the name wolf hawkfield (laughs) i was honestly only going to talk about wolf hawkfield for the rest of this wolf hawkfield it may i just say how porno didn't
0: get that name first i'll never know
1: (laughs) But yeah, like he's in there also. You get some great um, Dr. Death matches um, as well. But I mean, Stan Hansen really is just like in the 90s, which is I'm trying to think of a guy, maybe like Mark Henry. I know that sounds weird, but like... Yeah, I know who like physically was deteriorating, but then still having great matches, especially single success.
0: So here's what I think it is. I think that age really helps these bigger guys because Mm -hmm. of their style is very specific and they kind of need to learn to, they, the way they do it for the first sort of 10 years of their career is it's just everyone else is pretending and they're just hitting you for real. And then they eventually learn how to do it to make it look like yeah, are the shit out of you and then not. I, yeah. And then they age again. And then there is some perceived inability to see them as weaker than they were. So the other thing that is interesting about Stan Hansen sort of throughout the nineties is he is sort of like the giant Baba is fucking failing and flailing at this point. This is, Oh no, wait. There's after that. Pardon me. The 90s is still a big period for all Japan. Uh, my theory. Yeah, is- 90s is like the biggest
1: period. Period. the biggest period in all Japan's.
0: Yeah. What am I fucking talking about? I'm, ta- I, I, after I'm talking about you,
1: Pooter. It's fine. No, I mean. But
0: it's also well, yeah. also that Stan Hansen, like Stan Hansen, also I think just recognized that Giant Baba took care of him because the second Giant Baba dies, Stan Hansen's fucking out of there. That's the other interesting thing. Mm-hmm.
1: Which well, is ev- everyone leaves.
0: I thought I, I, that's not true. Doesn't don't four people stay or something? Like there's a cont- yeah
1: four, but no. Hanson's yeah. one of the people that stay. But
0: we're ta- are we talking about when Baba dies? Because isn't because there's the the Exodus? When
1: is Noah?
0: I always get this confused because there when was
1: an ex- Masawa takes everybody and forms Noah. This much I know about Japanese wrestling.
0: And when is Giant Baba alive? When Masawa leaves and. No. Okay, this then I was confused. See, I thought Baba was alive when Masawa did that. That makes way more
1: sense. No, okay. daddy's, daddy's away, so the boys will play. Daddy's away, so it's now to,
0: time to form a company that's named after the guy who built a boat.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everyone on the boat, which they do get on the boat. John, what's your favorite thing about Stan Hansen? And you can't see his hair.
0: It's hilarious.
1: I like his promos, too. Just a guy I yelling.
0: I like his promos. I like how he sells. You know where Ute came from? Um, no. where you mm-hmm. It's from youth. He was originally a young wrestler. the The first angle he did in Japan, which is where he got that, was he was one of the young wrestlers, and all the old wrestlers were trying to hold them down.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And anyway, uh, youth, and he yelled, "Youth, youth!" Isn't that fun? That's, That's fun. A, it is fun. That's a, we're not fun on this program very often. We're usually just very informative and journalistic. Oh,
1: fuck. Yeah, we're really usually super journalistic. I think the worst thing about Stan Hansen is he's the only guy that could have done that character that way, and um, everyone wants to be Stan Hansen's character. Like nine thousand of these guys who want to be like the crazy guy.
0: I agree. He's the best. He's the best version of the crazy guy I've ever seen in wrestling.
1: Yeah, because it's more complicated. Like usually, when you're a crazy guy character, you don't also have another thing. Like he's a crazy fucked up cowboy, which is two things, and usually it would just be like, he's a rough and tumble cowboy, or this guy's covered in human shit. He's a crazy guy.
0: Yeah, it's kind of the the, the the covered in human shit is the implication of him being a cowboy, and that actually works even better where it's like, what's this guy gonna do? And he's like, well, he might fuck a dog. Why? He's a,
1: he's a cowboy. <laughs> yeah, him and Bruiser Brody are just like the tag team of Encino Man and Mongo from fucking... <laughs> <that movie. laughs> it's just like... They're friends because they're
0: both angry. I would I like know. To know, who, what? Who's Mongo? Encino Man and Mongo?
1: <laughs> Mongo from Blazing Saddles.
0: Yeah, that's I agree. And then Encino Man is in the caveman who has been frozen and mm-hmm. reconstituted in
1: Encino. He's a caveman. Ah, that's why I love wrestling. Everyone's like, wrestling needs to be believable. Anyway, a cowboy and a caveman are friends.
0: Here is my uh, here is my prediction, by the way, for 2023. You're going to see a poly Shore <laughs> Renaissance because I. Everyone, really? is in Pauly Shore movies all of the time. It's for some reason he's in the Zeitgeist. I, I I I have no evidence of this. I just believe that that's what we're in for.
1: That's a good prediction. Thank you, Polly Shore. R- what r- type of Renaissance?
0: I mean, he's going to get me Too'd and then canceled and then
1: we- <laughs> <laughs> that's a Renaissance. Now.
0: Right, the right wing, and then he'll get two new movies.
1: He um he talks about Sam Kinison a lot, and no one knows what that is. So. I don't know. He'll just start talking about how he hung out with Sam Kinison and everyone will be like, all right. I hit
0: the button by mistake. Um, Here's the
1: thing with that.
0: And well, time Sam Kinison is way is this is weird because in Canada, we assume everything that American has. We are aware of because our cultures are so closely linked, but there's a bunch of things that are way more popular here that are just not popular in Canada in weird ways. And Sam Kinison is one of the, like you hear about Sam Kinison and like he's referenced way more here. Uh, than he was in Canada and here is why he died in 1990 or 1991 and was very much a HBO MTV comedian and Canada did not have those things and then he died so we didn't have the carry forward of him just being around and our older brothers who were Gen X and sisters telling us about it in the way that Andrew Dice Clay was so know that I was just
1: saying that it was 33 years ago so like children don't know who it is Oh yeah,
0: children don't. Yeah, but that's not his audience. Paulie Shore. I also will tell you this about a comedian. I'm a comedian who travels around in the U.S. Let me tell you something about Paulie Shore. That guy. That guy moves tickets in places that are
1: wild. Well, yeah, buddy. I opened for him in Meaford, Ontario. It was great. How was that? Uh, it was. It was. He's not good at comedy. No, not good.
0: Not good at comedy. Much scarier when you realize grew up in a comedy club, has been doing comedy for. Thirty two four like thirty five years.
1: And he's the best of all time. Thank you guys so much for listening. Has his own night at the comedy
0: store. That's a fun fact.